Super Bowl. Inching closer and closer. Even more wild and wacky comments coming out of uh, the second media day yesterday out there in Las Vegas. And it fits exactly with Las Vegas because what is Vegas? It is wild. It is wacky. It is nuts. Uh, it is everything uh, you could ever want or ever not want and in between as Vegas is wild. And that's what a lot of the players were uh, fielding questions yesterday of some, you know, about the game of football. Others, you're just like, what the hell did that guy just say? And why did he ask me that? Uh, I'll get to those uh, uh, coming up here because there are some damn good funny ones uh, coming out from the likes of Brock Purdy to uh, Andy Reid of who are fielding just wild questions. So we talked about it yesterday with Patrick Mahomes having the field question about his dad getting his third DUI. The guy's basically an honorary Wisconsinite. Uh, with uh, his for uh, his uh, his ability to have a little glug then a little room room, but uh, I wanted to start with some tenacious D to start the show. I'm not talking Jack Black, uh, Kyle, and the band. Uh, tenacious D, the Green Bay Packers. Now we are out of the uh, the grips of Joe Barry. Before that, uh, Mike Pettin. I don't think people complained about Mike Pettin as much as they did about Joe Barry and before him Dom Capers. I think the biggest complaint people had about Mike Pettin was of him sitting in the booth. He went from the booth and then to the field. And people are like, it's about time you get your ass on the field. Well, what did Joe Barry do? Uh, Joe Barry do, excuse me. Joe Barry was on the field, and then he went to the booth. And people at first were like, good, get Joe Barry farther away from the field as we possibly can. Because the farther away he is, the less like he is to F it up. Well, once he got up to the booth, the defense actually was one of the Premier points, well, premier, oh, I shouldn't say that, uh, one of the better points of the Green Bay Packers to start the season. Now, at the end of the season, uh, Joe Barry, up in his booth, got a little suspect, especially in that little stretch there, when you had, um, let's see, the Panthers, the Buccaneers, the Giants. You're like, what is happening? Uh, in the playoffs, not really Joe Barry's fault, unless you look at that uh, final you know, drive for the San Francisco 49ers when the Packers went soft zone. And uh, kind of playing with that not-to-lose mentality is uh, the Packers, you know, we don't happen against the Niners. They lost. Of course, they lost to the San Francisco 49ers in the playoffs. what the Packers do, especially here in the 20s and 2010s. So with this, I guess 2020s, 2010s, 2020s. With the D, though, we're out of the grips of Joe Barry. Joe Barry is now with the Miami Dolphins. He is a linebacker's coach and a run game coordinator, which is absolutely hilarious because Joe Barry, what was one of his worst things? The rush defense for the Green Bay Packers. They slapped on that run game coordinator uh, title to Joe Barry real quick with uh, the Miami Dolphins. But Jeff Halfley, the new D.C. who has come in out of Boston College, uh, younger, going the younger approach. He never had an 0-16 team in the NFL. He never had one of the worst teams in the Washington Redskins. In the NFL, he uh, was bowl eligible three out of four seasons with Boston College. Before that, he was in the NFL for about seven years as a defensive backs coach. But Halfley now taking the job as he does not want to have to do with the minutia of college football with NIL transfers, uh, keeping kids around the recruiting. He said he just solely wanted to coach football. And with that, uh, in college, he couldn't get that because you couldn't quite build a team. With all of the, again, NIL, transfer portal, uh, recruiting, etc. But in the NFL, he said he could keep a team and he could do what he wants to do, and that's coach. Well, the Packers with Jeff Halfley have now started to uh, assemble their coaching staff. In fact, they got it all. And with the final piece, speaking of the Miami Dolphins, now we talked about Joe Barry, he's the Miami Dolphins 
linebackers coach and run game coordinator now, but former Miami Dolphins linebackers coach. This dude is fiery. Anthony Campanile is going to be here as run game coordinator and linebackers coach for the Green Bay Packers. This guy, well-respected, interviewed for the Giants defensive coordinator position, also was being pursued by the Eagles uh, for a position to be under Vic Fangio, who got there in Philadelphia. But Campanile has ties to Rutgers, where, yes, Halfley, the Packers' D.C. coach in 2011 before joining a longtime Scarlet Knights coach Greg Schiano in Tampa Bay as defensive bass coach. Campanile also played safety and linebacker at Rutgers and was a part of Greg Schiano's first recruiting class. And also with Campanile, his hiring is a step in the transition to Halfley making the Packers install a 4-3 defense is what you're going to be seeing here for the Packers coming up here. Gone are defensive line coach Jerry Montgomery, inside linebackers coach Crick, uh, Crick, <laughs> Kirk Olivadotti, and passing game coordinator Greg Williams. Uh, half the, halfway, the new D.C. has finalized the staff. We'll get uh, to the rest of it. I know Rob Reichel, who joined us on Tuesday, was talking about filling it out, and he just had about this one to do. But uh, Robbie, again, will join us on Thursday to uh, tomorrow to break down the Packers as well. But this hire is uh, pretty damn badass. There's a couple of videos floating around. So the Miami Dolphins were on hard knocks a few seasons ago. And Campanile, the new Packers linebackers run game coordinator coach, he uh, had a couple of stints in some episodes. I had to uh, edit a lot of this clip coming up here. So it gets fired up. It's just about as good or if not better than drinking a cup of coffee to get you going in the morning. Or if you're an energy energy drink person, this could also do you wonders as well. I would recommend drinking coffee over energy drinks, but that's me. But I had to edit this clip out. I had to listen to it first. I had to jot down as every many time as Campanile blurted out an F-bomb. And then I had to go back and edit every single F-bomb. This took me this morning about 20 minutes to do. And it's about a two and a half minute clip to edit this all out. If you've seen the movie Happy Gilmore, by the way, R.I.P. Carl Weathers, he played Chubbs Peterson in Happy Gilmore. If you've seen Happy Gilmore, there's a scene when Happy is called into uh, the commissioner's office with Shooter McGavin, and they want to kick him off the tour. And then they play a clip of Happy Gilmore losing his mind out there on the course. And in the broadcast, all you hear is bleep, 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 bleep. And Shooter McGavin is evident that they need to kick Happy on because it is just terrible of what Happy Gilmore has done to the great game of golf. Well, I got to say, after hearing Kevin Neely, this guy, what he's going to do for the Green Bay Packers is nothing to be considered terrible at all. This guy is a fire you up, you rah rah guy that is absolutely just gets you moving. What was Joe Barry? He was not that. Joe Barry was a guy that wasn't an in-your-face, a you-rah-rah guy. In fact, uh, Jerry Gray, who was DB's coach for the Packers two years ago, he was the fire-up guy for the defense. remember vividly a story talking about how Jerry Gray players talking about Jerry Gray being the one that was in their face at halftime, getting them fired up, getting the blood moving, and it was uh, sleepy Joe Barry not doing that. Well, this guy, now not your D.C., that's Halfley. Halfley, though, I played a clip last week after Halfley was uh, hired about how just a big of a fire-up guy this was as well. But 
the new coach, linebackers coach, run game coordinator, Anthony Campanile. It's going to get you moving. He even quotes Vince Lombardi. That's how he starts it out, quoting Vince Lombardi. And then he, uh, there's a, you can hear it in the audio. There's a switch that is flipped where all of a sudden the F-bombs start coming out. And you can hear it in his voice, uh, the, the passion and the desire to lead men and get you inspired. And now, again, this was on Hard Knocks, uh, the unedited one on HBO. Unfortunately, because of FCC laws, I have to edit out the F-bomb. Uh, don't believe any of slipped as I had to listen to it a couple times just to make sure that I had to protect everyone's sensitive ears out there. <laughs> All right, if you haven't had a sip of coffee yet, if you haven't had an energy drink yet, this will get you going. Uh, here is a quote from Vince Lombardi and then just diving in to inspiring his team, then with the Dolphins, now with the Packers, though, as Anthony Campanile, the new Packers linebackers and run game coordinator coach, gets you going. Here you go. I'm going to try and read this. I went to first grade twice, so I'm going to try and read this right. But imagine for a moment, if you can, a man running down the street with all your worldly possessions, taking from you everyone that you have ever loved and everything that you hold dear. I guarantee you will find a way, by any means necessary, to stop that man. That very simply put is pursuit. That's football at its best. That's us. At our best, you're at your best when you're doing things for people you love. All the time you practice, all the time you spend away from the people you love, okay? Our job is on Sunday, literally, to honor those people. That's it. That's our job. To go out there and honor the people you love. Play as hard as you can. Attack the ball like it's some guy running down the street or your mother, your father. I don't, I don't know who the, my kids, whatever. Like, that would make me out of my Mind. There ain't no way that guy's getting away from me. And there certainly ain't anybody getting in my path to block me, to stop me from bringing them back in my life. That ain't gonna happen. Okay? But if you treat it like that all the time, you practice like that, you commit to practicing like that with each other, you're unstoppable. Don't know who the is gonna stop you from doing what you wanna do. Everybody understands ass whooping. Okay? I can go to Greece and somebody start getting a we all understand what's happening. And we're all speaking the same language, right? We might not be able to communicate, but if somebody getting their ass kicked, nothing's lost in translation, okay? All over the world, they speak asshole, okay? To the day you die, okay? So here's what I'm saying. Let's eliminate that factor. They can't outwork you. Eliminate that, and let's see what the f*** happens. Let the chips fall where they met, okay? Let's all just commit to each other. That's what we're going to do. Don't stop doing punches. Don't stop attacking the ball. Don't stop finishing blocks. And then we'll see what happens. All right? Love you guys. Let's go have a great practice. Did I get you fired up or what right there? I don't know how many times that guy dropped the F-bomb. I lost count halfway through. I don't have that many fingers. But my gosh, if that guy ain't getting you fired up, then check your pulse. And by the way, love it. Ass whooping is a universal language. If you go to Greece and you see a guy getting his ass whooped, guess what? You know what's happening. You're either going to join in and help the guy out or maybe on the other side, trying to whoop some ass. Ass whooping is a universal language from the day you're born until the day you die. That is what... This guy is bringing to the Green Bay Packers defense. We talked about last year, uh, last season, did the Packers defense have an identity? Does the Packers defense ever had some uh, tenacity to it? Did they have this aggression to it? I don't think so. I don't know. What was the Packers identity 
on defense last year. What was it? Uh, you can't say it was the identity was to fire the defensive coordinator. That's not an identity. That's the uh, that's the solution to a problem. What is the identity of the Packers last year? Because this year, if these guys have their way, with Halfley coming in, again, I played a clip last week, I'll have to find it again and play it, where he's getting the guys fired up, and then you got that right there, ass-whooping is a universal language, says that right after a Vince Lombardi quote from Anthony Campanile. The ass-whooping is going to be the identity of this Green Bay Packers defense coming up, and it's going to be a breath of fresh air. Because I don't remember the last time the Packers had an identity of whooping ass. Everyone in the world speaks ass whooping. <sighs> well, apparently not Joe Barry. That gets you fired up right there. So yeah, that's uh, that's the new uh, linebackers run game coordinator coach coming in for the Green Bay Packers. The rest of the staff also filled out. Uh, I'll dive in. I just want to start up uh, the show. You know, getting you really fired up here, like a cup of coffee, like I said, as. That gets the juices flowing early in the morning. And again, the Packers now uh, looking to make that switch to 4-3 with Campanile coming in. Uh, Jeff Halfley, you know, um, has a lot of experience, not a lot, but some experience with this guy. And uh, kept a couple of, of Joe Barry staff members, but a lot of these guys uh, coming in. LaFleur said he wanted more energy on defense, and he'll get that with, as you just heard it, man. A uh, good old Italian, uh, well, not old, an Italian man. You can hear it in his voice as he's getting really uh, fired up there. Awesome stuff, man. Our guy, Mike and Portage, says, I love the switch to 4-3. The King <laughs> Kinger says, the Packers' identity on defense was DVOA, or whatever the hell that Vagabond John preached last year for Joe Barry. What was the Packers' identity last year? What was it? What was their identity last year? It wasn't an, to whoop any ass. They didn't pick the ball off too much. They gave up back to back NFC Offensive Player of the Week awards to Tommy DeVito and Baker Mayfield. Bryce Young had his career game. Was the what was the Packers' identity? Is it what I just said? You give a career hall of career games. You make. You make backup quarterbacks look like Hall of Famers? <laughs> Mike and Porter's giving crappy young quarterbacks career games. It's funny because you look at the headlines of the beginning of the season last year, and it was how aggressive the Packers are going to be. How they're going to just whoop everyone's ass. Well, I mean, it really happened. But now you got a guy who's bringing in the universal language of ass whooping. I don't know, man. Fox, ESPN, and Warner Bros. Uh, Discovery are joining forces now. Uh, they're going to create a joint streaming platform specifically for sports, according to the Wall Street Journal. And the service will be available to ESPN Plus, Hulu, and Max subscribers later this year. It will include oh. the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, WNBA, tennis, NASCAR, PGA, college sports, and the FIFA World Cup. How many more streaming services do we need? I, now, I have Hulu, so I'm going to get that. But yeah, I got. if you don't have Hulu or Max or ESPN Plus, you got to buy another subscription just to now watch even more NFL, NBA, Major League, Baseball, NHL games, etc. I mean, yeah, that's that's going to have to have a lot more. Um, what is going how well, on? How many streaming services are we going to have to have? Because you think about it. How are, you, how are you all watching sports now? You have... Um, when, but when you have, like, these four... Three, four coming together. 
it's signaling that the companies are realizing they're going to phase each other out. Yeah. Well, you got Peacock out there that shows games now. Yep. Uh, if you want to watch some, you have to have what? Um, do you have Big Ten Plus? Yeah. BTN Plus. So, what the, is that a, a separate thing you have to buy? Yeah. Yeah. So Big Ten Plus. So I mean, that's like if you have Fox Sports. Mm-hmm. The Fox Sports app, and you subscribe to it. BTN Plus is extra on top of that. So it's extra on Even top of that. Even though it's a portion, Fox has the streaming and TV rights. Amazon Prime is another one that you have to watch from, right? But apparently, that one's going to be kind of like uh, it's. You'll have to. So Bally's uh, Sports Plus mm-hmm. will be an add-on. So you. Ha- so another so, add-on. But just because you got. Amazon, you'll have to buy Bally Sports to watch it through Amazon. Oh my gosh! I mean, Bally's is still learning how to screw this up. Yeah, they are. They are idiots. Amazon didn't buy them out; they bought in, so they're like a minority owner uh, with an influx of cash that's floating them. At some point, Bally's will still like go out of business, yeah. though. So, uh, or be bought completely out. Uh, I know Roger Goodell commented on, someone asked him earlier in the week about uh, the Super Bowl uh, moving to um, an extra buy, like on a streaming service. I'll have to get the comments from him about that. But all these sports are moving to, um, just give me the, the old antenna back where you just plug it in your TV. It's over the air broadcast for free. Uh, they make all their money on advertising anyways, but now you got to buy all of these streaming services. It is just getting ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's why streaming got so popular is because you moved away from cable because you could pick and choose what you wanted to watch, right? Now streaming, uh, if you want to watch all the shows, it's, I, it's probably, it's got to be more than having cable. Yeah. It's wild. So now, are people going to revert back to, to plugging the cord back in? Remember, it was cut the cord, go to streaming? Yeah, um, I mean, they might. But, I mean, with all these people moving towards the the streaming. Um, it's it, getting ridiculous. It, it, like I well, said, hopefully they merge, though. It one. might turn into the, the companies being like, well, we got to merge to make this a package now. It's just getting absurd. Where you were. It'll be like cable. You can buy... The sports tier package where you'll get ESPN Plus, all those, like the the thing they're creating right now. Mm-hmm. You can go get Max. Uh, you can go get Showtime. You can go get There's Your Movie tier. There, It's going to just be we're replacing cable and satellite with... Your streaming with with the your fiber optics run into your house and we're, you're streaming it from your TV <sighs> rather than I mean, yeah, it's getting ridiculous. All right, let's go to the phones. We got two uh, line one. Good morning. Who do we got? You got your rantings from a cable guy. <laughs> Maytag man, what's up, Mister Cable Guy? You bastards asked for this. Not you guys specifically, <laughs> but you. I never, I never cut the cord. Asked for this. Never cut the cord. You guys want. You guys wanted. A la carte packaging, and now you have it, and everybody's complaining about it. And I said, <laughs> it cost more. 10 years ago, to you, Ebo, I remember saying this 10 years ago. This was going to be a bad move. I remember you saying everybody that. Wanting a la like carte, everybody wanting a la carte packaging. And we laughed at you. you know, we laughed at you. And, and everybody laughing. laughed at me, and now here we are. Because at the time, Hulu was free when you called in then. You could buy Hulu. It was yeah. free. It was free. That that's exactly right. I I think it's oh, because it's seventy dollars. That every that With everybody who wanted 
everything on, you know, they wanted their, they wanted to pick and choose exactly what channels they want, and now they can, and now they're complaining. Yep. Yep. You hate to see it. Hey, Maytag man, uh, we love you, buddy. I got to squeeze a couple more in before break, but I love the little rant love- there. No, that, that's exactly what I wanted to do. See you, buddy. Love you guys. <laughs> yeah. uh, line two, good morning. When you eat peanuts, you got to eat the shell. Do you, when you eat eggs, Dave, do you uh, leave the shell in too? No, no, no. See, the eggs, eggs, egg shells are unsalted. There's a reason they salt the shell. Do you eat the peel of the banana? No, I eat, I eat pumpkin seeds. I eat the. Uh, you can roast those. Uh, I love pumpkin seeds. You roast them. What do you call the uh, sunflower? You eat the shell. I mean, that's what they're there for. A nice, good uh, peanut, a peanut, a salted peanut. Oh, my it helps, God. Maybe it helps you know, move the digestive uh, the digestive. I, tract I had that through. place you were thinking about. No, it was ground round. That was the name of the place. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Was a, that was that was a restaurant back then when I was in high school. Late, early, Do you eat the shrimp tails? See, now you're, now you're just being ignorant on it. I'm just Egg shells and shrimp shells. No, there, there's no salt. There's no taste to it. Yeah. Okay, why do they put salty. salt on the shell? I got to ask. Why do they put salt? Why, and as far as uh, what the last guy talking about all these streaming things, okay, if they're going to go streaming, then guess what? FCC, go away. Then I don't want no more FCC. I want live football. I'll Hell pay yeah. Hell yeah. 20 bucks a game, whatever, but I want it live. I want that quarterback cam where I can hear the swearing, the cussing, yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the fighting and all that kind of crap. Or talking. an umpire. Yeah, an umpire. Yeah, and, and when he bends over the, when he bends over the uh, catcher. But someday I have to, I, I, the one question I have to ask a catcher, that's got to be an unbelievable day when that, when that catcher had Mexican the night before to eat. <laughs> that was, I, I always wondered about that. He's the guy who's humped over him and all of a sudden he lets him fly. <laughs> But if you're gonna pay, if you're gonna start paying streaming, hey, I want the FCC. Screw you. Let's go. Well, give it and the option. You have one channel that's edited for uh, you know the, yeah. the soft individuals. The other channel just unedited, yep. unfiltered. And as far as the Super Bowl, who cares? I ain't listening to it. If I got to hear one more time with Taylor Swift, I'm gonna stick a I'm gonna stick a screwdriver in my eye. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so tired of hearing about her and on Kelsey, and I mean, it's going to be a Lance, like Kansas City is going to roll by three touchdowns. Wow, three nobody touchdowns. cares. Well, nobody cares. I mean, it's just uh, Green Bay's not in it. We choked. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the measure basketball you watch, we're going to go on a downslide because uh, mm-hmm. Red Guard didn't make anybody accountable last Thursday <laughs> and Sunday. Shooting up wild shots, store. You're starting, you're playing like a, you know, like a wild animal. Chucky, where the hell are you? You can't score. Max, your best shooter. Take six shots. Dave, we love you, buddy. Penis in a shell. <laughs> but speaking of the Super Bowl, you know, Chiefs Niners, it is getting a little crazy out there uh, with some of the questions being asked. Now, uh, if you're following along with Bill Michaels, who was out there in Las Vegas with their guy Grant Bills, uh, Mike Clemens as well, uh, they were talking yesterday that you know, uh, Radio Row gets a little fuller. Uh, start filling up today, but more so Thursday and Friday with all the uh, huge stars out there. But there's just tons and tons and tons of media from across the world there. And there, uh, with that comes a lot of uh, intriguing, interesting questions. Uh, and this is going to be stemming from News of the Weird as well, um, involving... Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Uh, but before that, speaking of uh, conspiracies... What's uh, one of the longest-running ones? Who killed JFK? Was Lee Harvey Oswald acting alone? Were there people on the grassy knoll? Was it the CIA? 
done by the own government. Now, if you've been reading some reports being released, some of those uh, theories might be uh, holding a little water here. But it's hilarious to me, not on the conspiracy front, hilarious to me at what Brock Purdy, Niners quarterback, had to field yesterday, last night, for uh, day two of media day. Uh, the question is just out of nowhere and bizarre. Now, if you, if you have been uh, looking at Twitter uh, about, yeah, I think it was over the weekend or maybe it was Monday, uh, there was this viral tweet about who Brock Purdy looked like. Now, obviously, it's a joke. Uh, a lot of satire on the Internet, a lot of trolls on the Internet. But apparently one porter took it upon himself to ask Brock Purdy of who he was compared to. And it was Lee Harvey Oswald. You and, and uh, Lee Harvey Oswald circling around the internet right now. People think you two look alike. Did you ever hear that before? So before he answers, if you couldn't hear, the reporter said, circling around the internet is a uh, picture that you look just like Lee Harvey Oswald. My question is, have you heard that before? I have it. That's my first time hearing it. Yeah. What do you think about that? Physical comparison. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know. What, what, what do you want Brock Purdy to say that? Hey, you ever heard that you look like Lee Harvey Oswald? Huh? <laughs> Why ask that? What's... <laughs> hey, hey, Brock, I know you're, you're the third youngest quarterback to be in the Super Bowl. You finally got here. You're Mr. Irrelevant. But that aside, you ever heard you look like Lee Harvey Oswald? Did you act alone in the book depository? Well, how do you feel about JFK? It gets weirder from there, not on the Brock Purdy front. But uh, Andy Reid had to field an interesting question uh, as well. Now, Andy Reid's up there on the podium, and there's a reporter from Germany who had to uh, ask this question. Well, he didn't have to. He just did it on his lonesome. But uh, conspiracy floating around. We had this in News of the Weird that uh, right-wing social media influencers are peddling a conspiracy theory that pop star Taylor Swift and Kansas City Chiefs player Travis Kelsey's relationship is an artificial ploy meant to benefit the Democrats in the 2024 election. Andy Reid is drug into it. Again, this is journalism at its finest, folks. This is yesterday, last night, day two, media day. Coach, right here. Yep. A gotcha. uh, question from Germany. Yes. Um, as you said before, um, times have changed a lot. Uh, the internet, mobile phones. Um, what do you say about the conspiracies that uh, have popped up concerning Charles Kelsey and Taylor Swift, like some kind of Republican conspiracies that you guys made it to the Super Bowl to actually secretly re-elect or help re-elect President Biden? Mm. That's, that's way out of my league. There you go. Oh, there's Andy Reid on the podium being like, oh, yeah. Uh, I talk about cheeseburgers before I talk about that. <laughs> and now you can bet on this, and I'm going to ask Raphael this, because uh, it is a line out there. Um, if Taylor Swift does indeed make it to the Super Bowl, which is looking like, you know, uh, flying from Japan. I don't want, mean to do a Taylor Swift discourse, but you can also bet on this, too. Will her plane make it from Japan to Las Vegas to you know, see Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs potentially, you know, win the Super Bowl. You can bet on if her plane will make it. You can bet on after the game or during the game or whatever if she will endorse Joe Biden. This is uh, this is where we've got to in society. Hey, you hear about the conspiracy theories? Hey, what do you think about your quarterback or your opposing quarterback looking like Lee Harvey Oswald? 
Did you know that Patrick Mahomes sounds like Kermit the Frog and Kenny Powers combined? <laughs> What's going on here? It is entertaining nonetheless, though. Pitchers and catchers reporting soon. I do believe on Valentine's Day for the Milwaukee Brewers. Spring training going to be underway before you know it. Opening day, then the season is upon us. Freddie Peralta, your ace. Brewers uh, shoring up some arms as well. We'll see how it uh, uh, pans out here. NL Central is wide open. I got to ask you guys out there at 608 321 have you ever had a problem getting in to American Family Field? Have you ever had a problem getting in? I just feel like getting out is the real issue here at American Family Field after the game. Like, yeah, you got to wait a little bit in line if you're trying to get in. Uh, if you uh, you know don't get there earlier to set up for tailgating and have a good time. But getting out always just seems to be the big old log jam. Well, the Milwaukee Brewers, they announced uh, earlier this week they're going to be the first professional sports organization in the United States to implement... And boy, oh boy, Big Brother is watching. Implement a new state-of-the-art license plate recognition parking system. The Brewers are partnering with the locally owned and operated uh, interstate parking company for seamless entry into American Family Fields parking lots with next-gen license plate recognition technology. Have you ever had a problem getting in? So what you're going to do here is you will go online, you will register your car with your license plate, and then as you enter the parking lot, they'll have these cameras that will then, you know, take a picture, scan your license plate, and boom, you're in. So cashless, you just do it online, but if you don't do it online, there will be a QR code that you'll have to scan Posted on signs uh, around the parking lot before entry, and then you scan it, it pops up a thing, you enter your license plate, and then you have to pay. That right there, my friend, seems like the big issue of people not knowing what's going on and then log jamming. Because how good are you on your phone, especially when there are just oodles of people there sucking up all that, I guess, 5G now? And maybe your service isn't as good. I could see a log jam being there. Apparently, there'll be some help uh, people to help out around if you have to scan the QR code. But team officials say there will no longer be cashiers to take payments or scan prepaid passes. And all fans must purchase a day of parking uh, or activate their prepaid parking session before entering the ballpark to avoid receiving uh, additional parking violation fees. They say by switching to this expedited process, the team says potential backups during peak times will be alleviated. You have to register your license plate up on the internet with this service just so you don't have to give 20 bucks to a person standing there, a parking attendant, to let you in. Has going into the park ever been an issue to do it? Yes, uh, Badger Truce, are you required to do it? Yes. You, you are required to do it. Otherwise, you will get more fines, uh, parking violations. Has anyone out there ever had issues getting in? 608-321-1670. Or has it always been leaving the ballpark? you got to register your license plate to get in. Uh, in a now um, moving to a cashless society with everything online. This, I don't know, man. This is, uh, 
I, I don't got a good feeling about this. Uh, let's see here. Rick Schlesinger, the Brewers president of baseball operations. And no one loves that slab of asphalt more than the Milwaukee Brewers and our fan base are partying on there. He said, quote, we are always considering how to improve the fan experience. And entry into American Family Fields parking lots is a topic fans often raise. The ease of the new parking system will eliminate the need to stop and pay a cashier, which slowed ingress into the parking lots. Again, I ask, have you ever had a problem getting in? And if you don't, which you're required to do, if you don't do this online, you have to stop your car, hold up the line, scan this QR code, and then go through the process of entering your information, pulling out your card, and entering your information then, and praying that the connection is good and you can get in and not hold up everyone behind you. There's going to be no problems with this, right? It's going to be seamless. I've never had issues getting in. It's always leaving. It is always leaving. Getting out is like our guy Badger Trio. Getting out is like two hours. I love the parking lot discourse here at American Family Field. And before you know it, with your uh, license plate in the system, if you get too drunk in American Family Field, if maybe you, you yell at a player, if you get mad at an ump, or maybe if you have some aggression with a, a opposing fan, you're going to be docked some social credits coming up here too because they got you on file now, brother. Yeah, And what if the QR code doesn't work? Then what? It's because technology never fails, right? <laughs> I love this. This is uh, no problems at all going to happen. It, it, it'll work just great. I can already see it. It's just gonna be seamless. You're going to be in, and then trying to get out still will be the entire hassle. How are you going to have 30,000 people trying to use their cell phone at one time to get in here? Oh, my gosh. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, speaking of the Brewers, though, they did release their promotion nights. Um, they they dropped the ball on something here. They dropped the huge ball on something they're not doing. Uh, coming up, they got hockey night. They got bark at the park again. Of course, the mainstay of Star Wars night. They'll have the Happy Days throwback night with the Fonz. You're going to have bronze Fonz bobblehead. And what do you know about the Fonz? He's cool. Hey. Uh, Cervicero night, you know, Pride night, Yacht Rock night. That'll be lit. Uh, Sesame Street Day, you get a Burton Ernie bobblehead. Eddie Pa, you have another one of those nights, a Hogwarts themed jersey. Uh, the Negro Leagues tribute game and Hispanic Heritage Day is going to be dropping here for 2024 theme nights for the Milwaukee Brewers. They dropped the ball, though. Where's the Paige Sporanic bobblehead night? Where's Paige Sporanic? This is an insult. This is a slap in the face to all Brewers fans. Where is. Page Sporanic Bobblehead Night. Oh, it's been a few months in the making. Very excited for this. Let me just fade that music, and I got to play this one right here. Let's go down to Las Vegas, baby. Viva Las Vegas. Raphael, what's up, my man? What's going on? How are you? I'm good, man. How you been, Raph? It's been a little bit. How, what, how's life? Catch us up. You're in Las Vegas right now. What you been up to these past couple months? Yeah, it's been pretty crazy. I jumped on board of a brand new TV station that you can kind of find that's in streaming. It's called NGBN TV. Uh, you can find it now on Roku, uh, Amazon Amazon Fire. It's going to be on Apple TV and Amazon Prime, uh, I think, in a couple of months. Uh, it's a show for men. It's men's 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and it's all about 
sports and all about mental health for men. I mean, we're, let's face it, men don't go to doctors that much, and uh, the high suicide rate is that age rate for men. So uh, I'm their gambling expert, so I get to have 14 sports shows on there, and I'm on all of them when they have gambling questions. So I've been I've been busy doing that. Damn, dude. Uh, yeah, well, good for you. That's uh, That sounds like an awesome little fit for you, Raphael. You're still doing Can you tell the folks all the other places you're at if they want to make some bets with you and whatnot? Yeah, uh, you can find all my stuff over at uh, myboogie.ag. I also do affiliates for BetUS now and other adventures. Uh, so you know my crazy preppers. You still get the emails. It's, again, this is my – I think I, I've been sleeping like three hours a day, for, I think, the past two weeks just because my phone – everyone wants me to add betting prop. Can you add this betting prop? Can you add this betting prop? bet? So uh, – it's been crazy, but uh, it's almost over. Sunday's almost here. Yeah, Raphael, when it comes to the Super Bowl week uh, compared to March Madness, which one makes you pull your hair out more? Which one gives you uh, more sleepless nights? Is it March Madness over over the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, because, I mean, Super Bowl's only one game. You're only dissecting one game. If you're a better, you only look at me. Of course, you're probably betting profits. For me, yeah, it's a little hectic because I have to do – all these prop bets. This year's probably one of the worst ones because I had to do a whole, uh, I think I'm up to 196 Swifty prop bets. <laughs> but uh, uh, normal ones, I would, like right now, like last year, I would have been done with all my prop bets and then maybe do one or two a day. Like if someone asked me, hey, can you do this one? And I'd be like, okay. Uh, but this year has been a little different. And it's an election year. So I, I think I have 125 uh, politics Slash best Super Bowl odds, uh, stuff like that. Wow. So uh, it's been uh, it's been a little. It's been a little. He said 196 Taylor Swift prop bets. Yes. Wow. Uh, Raph, before we dive into some of these prop bets, you are uh, you're on Radio Row right now, right? You're at Mandalay Bay. Yes. Uh, yes, I'm at Mandalay Bay right now. I cleared my schedule when we me and you were going back and forth. I had a couple of media hits early this morning at Sirius and another uh, radio station. So. I appreciate I'm like, it. Hey, I gotta leave some time. I gotta leave some time for my boys over at, at Wisconsin. So uh, I appreciate you big time, Raphael. How are the sights and sounds there down uh, in Las Vegas? Uh, obviously, you know Super Bowl there. What's uh, what's Vegas like with uh, this major event now pulling on through? Uh, I wish I could probably cuss on your show to give you the real answer, but it's been it's been a whirlwind. Uh, there's so much. Uh, I mean, they're still they're still recovering from Formula Run, so a lot of the roads are still closed. There's construction all over the place. Last night, the Golden Knights played. Thursday, there's boxing here live at Manly Bay at, uh, at top rank on ESP, ESPN. To feel Lopez is fighting, so wow. it's just a whirlwind of traffic. And uh, it, it, everyone keeps on telling me it's hard to get Ubers because everyone there's. Probably going to be a half a million people here uh, starting Thursday through Sunday. So, man, that's I think crazy. If, if you live in Arizona, California, once you come here and be an Uber driver, you could probably make a lot of money. Well, dude, when I was in Vegas uh, not too long ago, everyone I talked to that was an Uber driver is like, yeah, I just moved here from like California or insert state here. And he's like, they're like, the money's too good not to come here. So, like, everyone I always talked to was uh, obviously transplants just doing the Uber thing. And you got you got to take Ubers, right? Like, you can't walk the strip. That's like impossible. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I don't. I mean, I I live maybe, I would say, six, seven minutes from Manly Bay through the back way. So this was perfect for me. Nice, dude. Uh, I don't have to do that much of uh, headache stuff. So I was glad that the, it was at Manly Bay, all this stuff. And then the arena, like Monday when I got to meet the players and talk to them and stuff like that. 
Uh, it was close to the house. I actually parked like at a gas station and walked like maybe 10 minutes and I, in and out. I was home or like in like 20 minutes. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah, we got um, if you uh, are bumping around on media row, which I know you are, or radio row, look for table 69. That's an easy one to remember. That's Bill Michaels, who is uh, with us, and Grant Bills, who is running around. So that's part of our family. So if you see the Bill Michaels show on table 69, that's the show that's right after me. So keep a lookout for those guys if you're bumping around, okay? Yeah, if you can... Uh Text me that their names. I'll stick to names. Really remember, but yeah, I'll go over there and say hi to them and stuff like that. Give you guys some love. You got it. So, Raph, uh, before I get your crazy prop bets, because I love your entertainment prop bet stuff. Uh, the game itself. How much money do you see coming in? What the cheat or uh, the Niners favored by a point and a half? How much money do you see coming in here? And what do you think is going to happen with the uh, the game on Sunday? With who's winning? Well, the first week it was all 49er money. The first two million dollar bets were 49ers. One money line, one point two. Because uh, the money line was minus 120, and the second one was straight up on a point spread, a uh, million dollar. Uh, this week, it's been all Swifty money coming in. Really? Uh, yeah, so most books have two here in, in Vegas. Uh, Mandalay Bay and BetMGM have two right now. But uh, it's going to be interesting because right now the Swifties, I'm not calling them the Chiefs, I call them the Swifties, uh, <laughs> they're taking the money line. They're not taking the plus two. They're like, hey, if I'm going to root for my girl Tay-Tay, uh, why would I take the plus two? I'll just take the money line and get plus 115, plus 120, whatever uh, you can get. So I think it's going to stay at two. I don't see any more. Maybe two and a half if, if more sad brand money comes in just because we're so close to Reno. Uh, but I think it's going to stay two, and the total has not moved. I think it's going to stay at 47 and a half. You see any big money coming in for like a single bet at all on the game? Uh, I, I've only heard of those two two million or yeah. those two million dollar bets. Yeah. Mattress Max has not placed the bet yet. Everyone keeps on asking me that because I know where he bets and I I, I talked to them. Uh, I did some stuff with BetMGM yesterday, and there's been a lot of uh, six figure bets. I think uh, someone took a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar bet on Kansas City money line. But uh, it's going to be very interesting. I think the I think the Swifty money's here all weekend long. Swifty and, money, and I think there will be there will be Forty Nine er money coming in because uh, they got the the good feel of Brock Purdy, CMC. I'm rooting for the Forty ers because I do uh, yeah, I do McCaffrey. I used to do McCaffrey's dad's radio show in Denver. Oh, cool. uh, A couple years ago, and uh, we kept close through, through text messages and emails. So I would like to see his son. No, Raph, uh, uh, grab grab a ring. Yeah, that's cool, man. I, Brock Purdy. Did you see yesterday? He was asked if uh, it, he he knew that he looked like um, Lee Harvey Oswald. Did you see him? Yes, yes. <laughs> that was uh, on on media row on Monday when we got to meet the players i was standing behind the guy that asked patrick mahomes how his dad was and oh, like really? the whole yeah the whole that whole little section but i understand why that guy yeah. see, people don't understand why that guy asked that question uh, four girls asked patrick mahomes questions and his ad his demeanor wasn't friendly to no, them so no. i think that guy caught caught that attention it's like hey you know what i'm gonna throw you this all right Rafa, let me ask you this on the halftime entertainment right usher obviously has got a residency at park mgm uh hell i stayed there last time i was there and the usher show was um everyone was there to see usher like they loved usher you got any uh intriguing interesting halftime show prop bets for usher baby well, well come on man what's my name Raphael. Of course I do. Yeah, uh, man. yeah, we have we have what will happen first on stage: Usher video montage, pyrotechnics, 
uh, stuff like that. Will Usher expose a nipple on stage? I guess I had to do that one. Uh, my favorite one, Will Usher give a shout-out to Tay-Tay uh, during the halftime show. The nose minus 1,000. Uh, I added this one on Monday because everyone kept on asking me, will Usher perform a Taylor Swift song uh, on the halftime show? And But, I mean, it, it, we have all the same ones. What kind of chain he's going to wear in his first appearance. Everyone's betting ball chain uh, at two to one. Uh, everyone bet he would have sunglasses on uh, when he comes out. What's the, uh, over, what's the show. Sorry, what's the top song? Like, what's the odds-on favorite song he'll open with? Do you have that? Um, my way is even money right now. When we first opened this up, when they announced it, geez, I think it was over the summer when they announced Usher. Yay! And oh, uh, oh my God, were the favorites. They were battling, and my way was like I think at the time six to one. Now it's even money. So uh, it, I would be shocked if it's not that. Super, I was actually shocked that Superstar wasn't uh, one of the ones that was rumored to say. But uh, huh. I mean, I'm hearing he's singing it. But uh, that was uh, opened up at 15 to one. Have you seen Usher's show in Vegas? You don't strike me as an Usher guy. No, I have not. I heard. I have not. Neither did I. I heard it was all amazing. So I don't know. Maybe if I'm there again, I have no idea. But Raph, um, speaking of um, artists, I mean, you said you had 196 Taylor Swift prop bets. First of all, what's it been like having to dissect uh, Taylor Swift and become an honorary Swifty in these past couple of weeks? Uh, last or two weeks ago, I actually watched the Ravens Kansas City Chiefs game with my Ray Lewis autographed Super Bowl jersey that's never been worn. I actually wore it because I was the biggest Baltimore Ravens fan because I knew <laughs> that out for two weeks I would have to talk about Swifty and prop bets and stuff like that. So it has been a complete. I don't want to say hell. It's totally different than what than than what I usually do on Super Bowl two weeks. Uh, normally, I'm trying to figure out wins and trying to figure out other interesting prop bets, not uh, uh, Taylor Swift and stuff like that. So it's been a little bit of a challenge. I don't want to say way. hell, but here we are. So, Raph, speaking of the hell that you've been living, I'll say it. Uh, some of your Taylor Swift prop bets was it a five and a half times shown on uh, the television broadcast? Is that what you said of that? Yeah, I think it was five and a half. I think it stayed uh, right now. I haven't really checked on it. Just because everyone's like, oh, it's going to go over. It's going to go over. You have to think about it. Tom Brady was in a, a million Super Bowls, and Giselle Bunchen was the last one Tom Brady played. They didn't even show Giselle Bunchen once. Oh, so wow. I have a feeling. I have, I have a feeling they'll talk about Taylor a lot, Tony Romo, because I think Tony Romo secretly wants to uh, procreate with her. But uh, I, I, w- I think they talk about her and maybe show her maybe less than three times. Now, unless, unless uh, Kelsey scores three touchdowns and has a monster game, then that's totally different, and I understand that. But I would say to keep an eye out for under money. Under money? What about total time she's been showing, will be showing live? I think he had it at 40 and a half seconds. So are you thinking under and that as well? I'm looking at under on that as well. I, cause I think last time I checked it, it, it was we actually moved it back to 45 in that 45.5 seconds. Uh, so it's it's I would say probably less. Again, now if if Kelsey scores two, three touchdowns in monster game, then I think every over bet that we have on uh, on the Swifties uh, we get crushed. Any other uh, wild wacky ones with uh, Taylor Swift that you want to put out there? That's like you know flying under the radar. Something you think is a little funny. Uh, will she show cleavage uh, <laughs> on TV? It is a funny one. I said this live on air. Uh, I think Monday and got a lot of bad, uh, bad hate mail because I said, "Does she even have cleavage?" But uh, the, the Swifties didn't uh, didn't like ah, that comment cares? that I made. No hate here, Raph. 
Yeah, will Donna Kelsey hug Taylor Swift? Yeah, that's an interesting one. People like that one. Who should be sitting next to uh, Donna Kelsey, Brittany Mahomes? Uh, that's those are two ones. I'm trying to think of some other funny ones. Primary. Uh, oh yeah, if she'll wearing. endorse Biden, I think is one of them. Yeah, which well, yeah, everyone wants. I think that's probably the biggest one. People want me to. They've been asking me, will she endorse? Yeah, uh, binding current, uh, and, and I would be highly. I, there's no way that that's. Yeah, I don't that's, think so I either. Think completely. Yeah. Who would be shirtless first? Jason Kelsey, Taylor Swift. Uh, uh, that's a, that's a top hat. That's so uh, funny. Of course, Jason Kelsey's minus ten thousand, uh, and Taylor Swift is twenty to one. But I thought that was will both Taylor Swift's parents be at the game? Because uh, I think one of them's going to be actually is going to be with her in China or whatever she's going to be at. Yeah. Well, Raph, in all so, your times of doing this uh, for all the Super Bowls, have you ever seen uh, someone not on the field garner so much interest? No, no, and I kind of understand this. Yeah, I get well, it. If, if if this was the NBA, let's say Michael Jordan was dating Whitney Houston, uh, and they were and they were both at their prime right now, it would be the it would be the same. Uh, so I, I don't mind it. And at first, I was skeptical that maybe it was just publicity stunt and all that. But people got to remember, they've been dating since over week one or past week or over week one, and now we're in the Super Bowl. So that's twenty five, twenty six weeks. I'm not doing that math in my head right now. I mean, that's a long publicity stunt if that happens. I, I think it's for real, and I think they get engaged over the summer. Okay. And uh, engagement ring over under $2.5 million. <laughs> Hey, Rap, before I let you go, and thanks for your time, man. Um, could, I, could I bounce one parlay off you? A listener just sent it to me. He sent me a couple, but yeah. I, I just want to do uh, one. So um, Travis Kelsey over 70.5 receiving yards. Christian McCaffrey over 34.5 receiving Christian McCaffrey over 130 and a half uh, rushing plus receiving yards. Brock Purdy over one and a half passing tutties and an anytime touchdown for the Chiefs defense. Did you get all that? Uh, I would, yeah, I got all that. I would probably say no because now you, his, his parlay is okay. If one team wins, most likely the other parlays he has is probably not going to cash. If you're going to parlay profits, maybe do two or two teamer or three teamer and keep it all the same. Like if if CMC has a big game. Then most likely Travis Kelsey's probably not going to have a lot of catches because San Francisco's going to have the ball. Yeah. Uh, kind of keep it in that kind of a range, like a two teamer or a three teamer, because his probably sounds to me if one team wins, those other profits will probably lose. Yeah, uh, Raph, thanks for your time. And right before I let you go, um, we got a couple other listeners asking something that's not Super Bowl related. Do you have anything uh, bets, prop bets out there when it comes to Vince McMahon and the WWE? Uh, I have will I have will Vince McMahon serve prison time? Uh, uh, yes or no? Uh, the Roman Reigns, the Rock odds. We opened up at minus five dollars right now. It's the Roman Reigns is minus one forty, and even money on the Rock. Uh, I'm hearing from my sources that that match might not even have a title involved. So maybe they strip Roman before that match because you can still promote the heck out of that match and no one needs to have a belt yeah oh uh, raf thanks for your time man and i know you got mardi gras coming up too when are you going to find time to sleep my man uh i will sleep on when everyone's recovering from fat tuesday it's uh uh, uh that'd be sleepy wednesday after fat tuesday for me it's <laughs> sleepy. sleepy wednesday i right, make sure you got a lot of beads because you do you live where do you live in new orleans are you right on bourbon i'm right the, the bourbon's right behind me man well, dude, have fun. Make sure you stock up on beads and have a good time, all right, brother? And keep your sanity for the rest of this week, all right? 
Take it easy, guys. Have a fantastic rest of the week. And I'll definitely jump over there and text me those people's names. So I'll go over there and introduce myself. You got it, man. Much love. See you, Raf.